0: Prepare for multi-ball. Hello, and welcome to Pitball Nerds Podcast. Coming all the way from River Hibbert's Nova Scotia to the halls in the side of your head. Introducing your host, I Robert D. Let me I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 313 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert, and I played a little bit of Chumbawamba. Tum thump in there for you, all the way back from the 90s. Get you a little nostalgic. Not just, not just because I'm getting very, very excited about possibly Stranger Things coming out from pinball. Uh, not only because I'm very excited about Rick and Morty coming out, because I'm very excited for the next episode, which will be later on today. I'm calling it The Nerdies. What the heck are the nerdies? We already have the Pinball Nerds Podcast Awards. Those are coming up. Those are going to be voted on this year for the very first time. But now today, just for fun, this is Pinball Podcasting's separate and only award show, as far as I know. So the Twerpies is like a mixture of like... um, Sorry, the Twerpies. The Twerpies is non-existent from head-to-head pinball. But the Twippies is, of course, Jeff Patterson of This Week in Pinball's Masterpiece. Uh, along with Zach and Greg from Straight Down the Middle Pinball Show, who help host. And, uh, you know, they concentrate on, like, live streaming and designers and everything about pinball. And, of course, there's one category for podcasting. But then for me as being, you know, the reason I started this pinball podcast is because I'm pinball podcasting biggest fan, other than Glenn the Skateboarder, who, thank you for all of you who uh, listen to that. Sometimes when you have a... Newer person on the show who maybe isn't well. He's starting to be known fairly well, but you know, it's he's not a big designer. It's it's not like I'm having Keith Elwin on the show. And more than 110 of you listened, so thank you, Glenn, so much for being on the show. Glenn just sent me this long message saying, "I'm really sorry I didn't include you in my top five pinball podcast, Albert. I'm really sorry." <laughs> it's fine, Glenn. I it's I know it's meant to be a joke. It, this is a. I mean, I, I have some legitimate like ideas about pinball. But I don't put in one tenth of the production quality, time, and energy that uh the top, the top four pinball podcasts put into it. And that's why I'm number five, right? So what are the nedries? The nedries. What are the nerds? Can tell I'm thinking about Jurassic Park? Still, so I still love that game. Thanks, Keith one. What are the nerdies? The nerdies are they're I've got five or six different categories here, and I'm going to be celebrating. What I think is the best and most fun of pinball podcasting because I think pinball podcasting deserves its own award show. Now I will not be giving out physical trophies. The winners will each have the option of getting their own Pinball Nerds podcast trading card. And speaking of, I have to do a quick update on that. So I came to the realization after doing a cost analysis/slash annoyance analysis. That There's absolutely no way that I can print these bad boys at home. Although I did print one sheet for Hayden, for my oldest son, for his birthday. There's absolutely no way I can print them at home. They're coming in around $0.46 because the dumb printer that we have right now, which was just a cheap like $100 printer you get wherever, uh, it doesn't allow you to just go into fast draft or go into a lower DPI, like dots per inch, Or dots per centimeter because we're here in Canada. I don't know. It doesn't allow you to go into like a a lesser high-quality printing method, which I wouldn't want for the front. I want the front to be high-quality, but the backs of all the cards were coming out like picture quality. And so we were going through cartridges. Well, basically, we went through cartridges trying to blow out just doing like, I don't know, three pages of samples. So it was just costing way too much per card, and it's actually going to be cheaper to go to our printers that I use for Angry Alpaca, which is my tea company that my wife Danielle and I own that we do on the side. And I say do on the side, but just these last few weeks, the number of shows we've had and how busy we've been how many reorders we've been doing, um, I, I really appreciate that. So to all the cafes in London that still have us in the good old Forest City, thank you so much. And to all of our new fans that we're getting out here at the Mosaic Market in Amherst, and uh, at all the shows that we've met people at in Turo and Moncton and Riverside and uh, Halifax. Thank you so much. You guys are really loving our tea. We weren't sure if the Angry Alpaca a naturally aggressive loose leaf tea would work out here, but it is doing very well. And uh, also, of course, I do have to thank Mr. Christopher Franchi, he's one of the artists on there, as well as all the other artists. Thank you for that. But let's get back to why I chose to start with Tum Thumping. Okay, I get knocked down and I get back up again because for the last few weeks, it's been thing one after the other, after the other, after the other. Uh, I'm not going to go into long details about it, but I'm starting to feel like Chevy Chase and Funny Farm. I think I already mentioned that, but basically we had water heater issues. We had the water pressure thing, the thing that makes pressure for the whole house because we're on our own well here. Then I had a major septic system backup, but I ordered this freaking bacteria shit that you let sit in all the toilets and the everything. And then I made sure that no one in the family was like, I told the kids to use, to go number two at school. I asked my wife to shower at the YMCA. Um, I went down to just having like a two and a half minute shower, like every three days. I was still like, what do they call it? The Dutch shower, the German shower, the Polish shower? I don't know. I don't know why they got to make fun of so many races when they call it that shower, but. I was doing, you know, not the full shower, because we had bubbles coming up every time that you flushed the toilet, and every time you tried to let water out of the drain, it took like an hour and a half to go out, and it was because all of my weeping tiles, my septic system were full, because I have a family of four, including a preteen and a teenager, and myself, who loves listening to pinball podcasts in the winter and having a bath, which I was doing almost on a daily basis, which gets rid of like 200 freaking liters, well, it's not that much, because I'm a pretty big dude, so I displace a lot of water, but... I've been feeling like I keep getting knocked down. Like as soon as we figured out the water heater issue, all of a sudden I had problems with the sump pump. I figured out the sump pump was just like turned like the water came in so fast and so hard. It turned, it knocked it over sideways. And so after doing all this research and thinking I need a new sump pump, that happened. Then uh, we had water. We had problems with leaking because uh, three days ago we had what? 35 freaking millimeters of rain. I don't even know. I think there's like, uh, I'm trying to do inches. I can't, my brain can't right now. It's over an inch. It's over an inch because 30 millimeters is three centimeters and three centimeters is equal to an inch because there's, it's very similar. It's close to that. So anyways, we are only supposed to get about 280 millimeters of precipitation per year and we ended up getting 70 and now I've lied. This is not a weather podcast, but we end up getting basically a quarter of our rain for the entire year in two days. So like I had floods on the front of my lawn, on the side of my lawn, even the the, the chickens were like, okay, enough with the water already, man. Our whole, ch- you know, that we can't even get to our worms here, dude. Like anyways, so, and then to make matters worse, I went downstairs and my kids were like, dad, we don't know why, but there's water dripping out of the utility, like the fan in the middle of our living room, the main room that we're in most of the time. So then I tried to follow the leak backwards up to the next floor and I couldn't find any type of issues happening up there. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And so then I went outside and I looked at the side of the house and I saw that the night, like, so the night before the night that we ended up getting rain, there was wind coming from the East at 100, gusts of 100 kilometers an hour. So that's like 60 miles an hour. So it's like, we're getting close dorian only had winds of up to i think 120 or 130 with gusts and sustained wind of 80 and we had a sustained wind of like 50 kilometers an hour with gusts of up to 100. now during dorian i didn't have water come down so i have no clue why it did this time but i looked at the direction of the wind and and this wind was coming less northeast and more just east and then i looked at the east side of the house like the the, the, the face of the house that faces east and i could see that there's this one long line Where the... the Oh, thanks, honey. You're coming here to join the award show, The Nerdies? Sure. Just kidding. I'm doing the show before The Nerdies. But tell them what I'm already wearing in preparation. You actually have your jacket on. I'm wearing my real, like, my smoking jacket. a formal jacket. A formal corduroy jacket, if you would. You're hilarious. Thank you. Thanks for my smoothie. Okay, but I, I... Come back later. The, the nerds will be more entertaining this episode. This is just about where I went and played Fundio Flippers 19 and almost got eaten by coyotes. All right. Sounds the, good. Now, tell them before they leave, just a little snippet. The night that I almost got eaten by the coyotes, were you a little bit upset with me for trying to force the family into going out and getting a Christmas tree? Yes. Was I in the doghouse for a couple days? Or the coyote house? Sure. Am I, am I getting out almost? Almost. Hey, I'm almost out. Yes. Okay. Well, I will see you soon for Brecky, and then I'll be back here for the, the nerdies. Alrighty. And then I'll be doing some more work to get out of the dock house. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Uh, anyways, long story short, I was up on the freaking roof about two hours later once I sobered up enough, of course. Don't want to go up there after some very legal Canadian vaporization. Um, so I actually did climb the ladder to the top um, right, immediately, even though I'd already uh, partaken. But then I got to the top of the ladder. I was like, so I don't like being 30 feet up on a ladder when I'm uh, not completely sober. So I chose to come down off the ladder. So I went from being high to being really high, to being back down low and grounded. And a couple hours later, I went up there, and I put some extra shingles that I had in my shed along the edge. And then the next night, we got hit with almost as much rain. We got hit with like 20 or 25 millimeters, and then like 80 80 kilometer an hour gusts. Not a single drip came down, folks. So I think I fixed it. I think I fixed it. I even tried going up there and seeing if there's any residual water. It had basically dried up. Uh, it wasn't coming in from the main roof it was just like coming in along the side where the we do need a new roof we knew we needed a new roof and everyone listening there don't feel sorry for me it's not like i bought if i just bought a brand new house and i moved out here and this was like a four hundred thousand dollar house and my house was falling apart then i i would have a reason to complain this is a 117 year old freaking farmhouse okay and we got it at a very good price because it needs a new roof it has a 37 year old furnace It has a water heater so old that it's rusted, and Kenmore's, the Sears Kenmore Appliance Center place doesn't even show a manual for this uh, serial number that it was hard to find on there, nor does it show a date anywhere on it. Um, You know, there's lots of things that need, the the sump pump is so old, I'm guessing it's 20 years, 30 years old, probably when sump pumps were invented. Uh, No clue about what's going on with the septic system, didn't ask, we had proof that it was cleaned. Yes, we did get a homeowner's report. Yes, it passed. Um, Now, it didn't even have to pass because we didn't need a mortgage. Uh, We actually were able to buy this house outright. So don't feel sorry for me. I'm not quite broke yet, and I do have at least 10K worth of pinball machines I can sell in a heartbeat. So I'm not asking for your pity or your empathy, but what I was wanting to do, and it took us way longer than we wanted to do, and part of the reason why my wife and I were celebrating last night, we did the books for the first month ever, I'm sure it has to do with all the Christmas shows. But for the first month ever, we not only broke even here on the homestead, but we had a slight surplus. Uh, that being said, I do have some bad news for my, my buddy Dylan there, at Dylan's Arcade in Fredericton, and my other good buddy, Mr. David Dennis, who did a terrific job on This Week in Pinball co-hosting, by the way. Um, Zach, why has David Dennis got to go co-host and I haven't yet? It's all because I called you Snape, isn't it? Um, it's better than being called frickin' uh, – what is the bad guy from Harry Potter? I can't even remember. Voldemort. See, you can't even say his name. That's why I couldn't say it because he's so real. Um, but I will, unfortunately, part of the reason why we're doing a little bit better financially is because all of the things that broke down so far have costed me nothing other than like $50 and buying special poo bacteria on Amazon. Yay! And like... Uh, you know, readjusting how and when we shower. And unfortunately, for a few days when it was very full, we had to walk outside and back and forth with all the water from washing the dishes. So it sucked. But it looks like everything's flowing smoothly now. And uh, we're back to doing laundry here at our house. We don't have to go to like a laundry mat in Amherst, which is always nice. And we're back to having regular showers, which is good when you've got not one but two sons on the frickin' basketball team. Uh, and I want to do a quick shout out to Hayden there. I know I think at least one or two of his friends listen. My son Hayden got more time uh in this basketball game the other night. He got more time than he's ever got before. He's only in grade 10, he's playing with grade 10, 11, 12s. He got more time than he's ever ever gotten. And uh he actually got six ba- or he got sorry, he got three baskets, so he got six points for his team and his coach said he's been doing really well and he's getting better every day. So Hayden out here they live sleep eat and breathe basketball the same way that they, that people in London kind of were into like, say, well, they're into hockey here too. Don't get me wrong. But like in at the school where Hayden was going to, they liked basketball. They played a lot of basketball, but out here, it's more like a freaking religion and they're really good. So Hayden went from being like the second or third best on his team in grade eight and grade seven and grade eight uh, to out here being like the bottom of the totem pole, but he's been working really hard and, He's pretty tall. And I think by grade 11, if he, you know, he talked for a little bit about, you know, it being challenging. And I said, dude, just stick it out. By next year, you get played more. And by grade 12, you get played tons. And if at any point, it's not that fun, then, you know, you can always quit the team. He's like, no, 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 I don't want to quit the team, dad. So anyways, my wife has got a job at PharmaSave, and she's now getting full-time hours between the Y and PharmaSave. And uh, PharmaSave, for those of you in America who don't know, and all around the world, it's just basically like kind of out here it's in in ontario it would be more like just a a pharmacy here it's like a pharmacy slash kind of general store slash store that's open when most other stores around there are closed so um i'm really happy for her they're working around her hours she's enjoying the two different jobs neither of them are stressful which is why we moved here to have you know neither of them are nearly as stressful as even her last job as a bus driver so She's really enjoying it. And it looks like there's going to be some growth opportunities and some extra shifts she can pick up at PharmaSave. And um, yeah, it just we we finally made it so we're sustainable. So knock on knock on wood. Where's the wood? I can't find any wood. Here's some wood. Thank you, IKEA. Knock on wood. Uh, everything stays good. But Saturdays and Sundays are gone until the new year. So I'm sorry, Dylan, and I'm sorry, David Dennis. I can't come stream this month. I'm sorry to all you Pimball Nerds podcasts followers on twitch this month is probably not going to happen for the stream i've got my mother-in-law coming in in less than two weeks um i've got the Pimmel nerds podcast awards coming up in about a week to 10 days and i'd really like to get you guys to vote on them this time so watch that Pimmel nerds podcast facebook page for some voting and category updates um all of the twippy categories were of course updated and uh now maybe i put out my podcast too late or maybe none of the people who listen that listened but they didn't include like a newer people to podcasting category, because I think it's really hard for a um, like a, um, a back box pinball podcast with Lauren Gray, who did give me a nice shout out for including her in the nicest women in pinball. No problem. You're welcome. Thanks for all you do for pinball or like even poor man's like they just came out. I don't know, like a, a little bit after me, like so in the last year. Right. Um, so it's really hard for the newer pinball podcast out there to really get the same fan base and following that a pinball podcast has been out for two or three years can get. That being said, I really think that special and Lit has a very good chance of actually winning this year. But you guys didn't come here for this. You came here to listen to the story about how I almost got eaten by coyotes. What had happened is after several, and it all ties into each other. I promise after several weeks of just having issue after issue after issue with the house, Well, at the same time, us having more shows than we, you know, we do almost two shows a week uh, for our two small companies here, Angry Alpaca and Hummingbird Homestead. So we're very busy with both of those. Plus, we're starting a new program called Adopt a Maple, which is where you get to name a little cute maple tree. You get adoption papers sent to you in the mail and you get social media updates. And, of course, especially for people who are local, but everybody will get a coupon. It's whether or not you use it, but you get a coupon for you and a guest just for Donating $10 to purchase a maple tree here on the farm because we want to have maple syrup. Um, The name of the maple company or the division of Hummingbird Homestead, just like Angry Alpacas, our tea division, our maple division is going to be called Lighthouse Maple. And I'm actually going to be using the wood here from the homestead and an old school kettle and boiling off all the sap into syrup. Uh, for those of you who don't know, maple syrup is forty to one if you're getting it from a sugar maple, seventy to one from a red. Worse if it's a black maple or a Norwegian maple, but uh, Norwegian maples are somewhere between. Uh, you know, like we like them there in Norwegian. Um, but basically, after having a very difficult, I will say, series of weeks uh, between our finances finally, finally figuring that all out, and then. Having all these emergencies with, you know, when you wake up to a pool of water in the middle of your living room and it's coming out of an electrical light fixture, that's a bad sign. That's always a bad sign. Um, Getting up on the roof and being able to put up just a couple shingles and seeing it not leak anymore, that's a good sign. Now, do I know if that's a forever fix? Probably not. But the point is is that after having so many bad things happen, um, I was frustrated. I felt like I had been knocked down and I got up again. I got knocked down and I got up again. But I was very excited. Oh, and then I was supposed to go to Fundio Flippers 18, but then there was a storm, which knocked out our hydro. And yeah, just nobody could barely go anywhere or do anything. And so uh, when I went to Fundio Flippers, uh, so Fundio Flippers, just so you all know, in case you don't know, it is the name of the New Brunswick, uh, kind of like it's a traveling league, kind of. They do have a league that just stays in St. John. But Fundio Flippers goes from Moncton to Fredericton to St. John, the three main towns in New Brunswick. And um I really, really, really enjoy going to Fundio Flippers, but I wasn't able to go to the last one, and now I was feeling even more pressure because I'm 15th in the province, uh, and there's several people, including Joe, my buddy Joe, there from Amherst, um, and is it Darren? I think it's Darren. He was joshing me a little bit. He's like, "Oh, we got the Pinball Podcaster in the house, right?" So I go to this tournament, and I'm a little bit, a little bit nervous, but I'm also really frustrated because it's been like a really long week of my house falling apart. Oh, I forgot to mention my door handle stopped working my main door where I go to feed the chickens and let the dog out and the door handle broke and the cord was stuck in the door for the light for the chickens. And we had no way to anyways, we got that all fixed. The chickens are fine. I'm fine. Um, I got knocked down. I got back up again, but just long story short, I was very stressed leading into this. My wife, I had a show in Turo, which is about an hour south of here, and of course, Moncton's an hour north. So I had to get dropped off at the pinball tournament an hour north of here, which meant she had to leave three hours before her show even started. And of course, you have to load in an hour early, which meant she had to leave here four hours early. So we had to leave here at like five thirty, and then I spent I don't know five hours walking around Moncton in uh, at like minus fifteen with the wind chill. It wasn't. It was cold. It, it was cold. Let's not lie. My face was almost frozen. I stopped at It Records and played some pinball. I went to McDonald's for breakfast and had a nice breakfast sandwich. But by the time that I got up to uh, the actual bar where they were having the pinball, there was only um, uh, there was only one person there, and because it was way early before the event. And so, what did I do? I said, "That's it. I'm going to go have a pitcher of beer because my face is frozen. Literally, like my tongue was starting to freeze." Uh, all of the humidity coming off my breath or condensation had froze to my, my beard. My beard was like hard and chunky. Like you could like knock on it and it wasn't going anywhere. And it was, it was a long, the, the three and a half, 4k, like two mile walk from downtown to get to wherever the heck this pinball bar was. I thought was like walking late right along a main street, but I kind of took like the back roads, I think. So there was just no stores for me to go into. Like I didn't see a single variety store to go into just to warm up a little, so anyways, when I got there, I just was like went up to the, the bartender was like, I'll get a picture of whatever. I think I got the sleeman. What the, the beer that was the closest to being a craft beer had the most flavor. And I got it. And I should have sipped on it, but I was i had such a shit week. Or ah, shat week. Oh my gosh, I never swear on air. Slap to the face for me. Come on. Um, I had had such a garbage week, and eh, I had had a breakfast sandwich at, like, 7.30 a.m., but I hadn't eaten since then, and it was now maybe 11.30 or so. You probably shouldn't drink a lot of alcohol at 11.30. Tournament was starting at 1.00. I was a little nervous, a little excited. Long story short, I was a pretty good boy. I think that pitcher lasted about an hour till 12.30, and at 12.30 I said, okay, before you order this extra pitcher, you're going to go across the road, because there was a Burger King. By the time I got out to this area, there was – a Burger King, a McDonald's, a couple other places around. I was like, I'm going to go get myself two Junior Whoppers because I'm already feeling a little drunk. Like the pitcher is like, I don't know, like three pints of beer. So like almost like five bottles or like five cans, right? And from 11.30 to 12.30, yeah, you have five beers in an hour. And I'm not the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. I'm not Drew and Ian here, okay? I can't drink like freaking, I don't know how much. They probably drink like a two six during the show. I can't do that. No, I'm just kidding, guys. I know you don't do that. That was college. Um, that was me too in college. But I had drank so little, I'd only drank maybe one, no, twice, I think since my sister left November 1st, like even consumed like a drink or two. So my body wasn't ready for it. And I went outside and I was like, that's it. I'm going to go to Burger King. I'm getting a junior Whopper. And I run into David Dennis and his wife. And I never met his wife before. So I stopped and we chatted for about five minutes and I congratulated him how awesome he did on this week in pinball. And I was like, how the heck did you get on there? That was awesome. And anyways, talked to him for a while. Then I ended up going in with him. They up buying a pitcher. And I was like, no, no, you get to Burger King later. And then, I don't know, the guy came there who works on the machines, and I start talking to him. And I'm like, no, 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 like, you'll, you'll get to it later. And then before I know it, Tom MacArthur, thank you so much, Tom, for being the awesome tournament director you are, um, was like, okay, guys, we're going to get started, and blah, 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 blah. And I kept saying, whenever I get on this, the, the one of the five machines we are playing was like a really old Solid State, or EM, actually, I think. Yeah, I think it was an EM. And I said, whenever I get on that, that'll be a super quick round. Then I'll run out and I'll grab some burgers. And of course I never get on the machine. Then it shuts down. And it seems to me, whatever team I'm on tends to be almost, then we ended up because we had a machine down, we had to do like the one team had to play on the machine that finished first. And I ended up getting on that one. Long story short, I drank way too much. I think it's possible. I even had a third pitcher. I, 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 I'm hoping I did. I'm hoping I did because the money was gone out of my wallet and, God forbid, I don't know what I spent it on. If not, I know I didn't make it to Burger King. My wife said I got in the car. I was like, oh, I need Burger King. Anyways, I apologize to David Dennis and Tom and everyone else there. If I was a little sloppy or a little talkative or a little bit, a little drunk by the end, um, I don't clearly remember tons of it. But I do remember that I did get to finals and this uh, really nice older gentleman kicked my butt on Demo Man. He came back on his third ball and kicked my my. I had a horrible score anyways. It was like 190. It was nothing. Um, couldn't get anything going on it. Partially probably because I was a little bit drunk. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so I've decided to take three weeks off of drinking. I will not be back until the first uh, like like a couple days before Christmas. Cause that was on the ninth. So three no, 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 do that carry the two. Okay, it's closer to two and a half weeks till about Christmas. But I've made new rules: five beers max, and I have to have to have to not only eat. But if, I, if I'm if i choosing to have even more than four, I have to eat again before my last beer. So I've made new rules for myself. And it's I didn't come home and puke or anything like that, but I came home and I guess I was a little repetitive. And I kept saying, family, we gotta go get a Christmas tree. My wife does not like having a Christmas tree in the house. Some people go out like the week before Thanksgiving. Some people like American Thanksgiving. Some people go out like, like two weeks, like into November. Other people wait till the first week of December. My family usually went the first week of December, but Danielle prefers to really enjoy Christmas and only have a tree in the house for three weeks. She doesn't like it to be uh, really dried out and losing its you know, crispness and yummy smell and everything before Christmas actually comes. So we usually go about two to two and a half weeks. And I was like, it's too late. We need to go get the tree. And the kids were like, don't you remember the hunter guy up the street said be very careful going outside and such because this 12 point massive buck this giant male deer that he's been tracking. He found most of the carcass destroyed by coyotes. And he even saw on his camera, the coyotes going back and forth shortly before that happened. So, I mean, we know that less than a kilometer from here, there's vicious coyotes and we shouldn't go out there. And she's like, we can do it in the morning, Albert, but we're not going tonight. I was like, if you guys aren't going. I'm going without you. So I somehow made to the shed. I somehow found my freaking saw and I somehow got out there. thank God Luna Elowin, tuna, Luna tuna came out with me because I do remember vaguely not finding the Christmas tree and getting distraught and I do remember vaguely uh, finding a really shitty like Charlie Brown like size tree. and I sat down and I thought it was like tiny and I, I remember I was trying to saw it and I think I started to fall asleep against the tree. So not only is like frostbite and things when the wind chills getting closer to minus 20 bad, uh, but it's also like just not a good idea to fall asleep outside as a big honking carcass just laying there. Because if these coyotes can take down a probably three to 400 pound, 12 point buck, they can definitely take down a 220 pound Orby. That's what I'm saying. But Luna Eloin came to the rescue. It's almost like as my eyes started to close, she got right in my face and it was like the most aggressive bark ever. It was like, raw, 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 raw. like she was freaking out. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, don't fall asleep here, bro. Anyways, Luna Eloin, you're now worth your weight in gold because I don't know if I would have fallen asleep but I think it was close to she kind of a little freak out. Then I stood up, shook my head and was just like, remember Will Farrow in old school and he was just like, Ugh! and he was so smart, like, Ugh! and then the end, he had to come out of it. Like I shook out of it and I went back in the house and I was like, I'm really sorry, everybody. And then the next day I woke up and was like, why is the saw sitting on the middle of the Christmas or the the living room table? And my kids are like, you don't remember wanting to go get a Christmas tree. And then Hayden was making fun of me and everything else. So I apologized to my kids. It's not the example you want to set around them. Um, I apologized to my wife. Uh, I haven't podcasted for about three days because I barely had a voice and I still had like a three day hangover. Uh, I'm not quitting drinking yet, but I'm definitely cutting back even more. The problem is I drink so rarely now. Used to go to Monday night pinball, Thursday night pinball, Tuesday night pinball. Used to go to pinball all the time. Matt's pinball house, Mike's on Friday for quarters, Loppel on Saturdays, out of town. I was and I was drinking at all those events, and then I was drinking when I was homebrewing the other days. And now I'm out here, and I barely have any friends to hang out with that often, and I don't drink that often. And when I do go drink, I still think I'm the old Albert's liver, and the new Albert's liver is like. No, you're better than that. You don't need this alcohol. Anyways, I've got 10 seconds left, so I will say this. Until later on this afternoon, pinball nerds, when we do the nerdy awards, the podcasting awards. Remember to eat, sleep, and breathe. Motherfucking pinball.